Welcome to the Beacon of Hope podcast. This is Pastor Manning. I want to give you a quick thought today on this subject after deliverance. We'll read one verse to you. It's from the book of Acts in the 12th chapter. In verse 12 of chapter 12, it says, And when he had considered the thing, excuse me, the he there is Peter, when he had considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. Now, what was going on there, Herod the king had decided he wanted to uh, destroy the church. In fact, the Bible says he wanted to vex certain of the church, and he took Peter as a prisoner and uh, was going to kill him after Easter, had him delivered uh, to 16 soldiers, and Peter, the night before he was going to be delivered up for execution, was sleeping was chained to two different soldiers. The angel of the Lord actually entered into the prison, woke Peter up, the chains dropped off of his hands and his feet, and he came out of the prison. He went through the prison to the outer gate, went out to the iron gate that went out into the city, and he thought he was seeing a vision or perhaps dreaming the whole time. He, he couldn't figure out that it was real until he came out into the second street, and then the angel of the Lord left him, and he realized... What had happened? I mean, here he was. He was supposed to be executed the next day, but instead, he's loose out on the street in the early, early morning hours. And uh, after he was delivered, after it happened, before he just took off running or jumping up and down or getting excited, it says here, when he had considered the thing. I like the fact that Peter took time to consider. (laughs) It's a little unusual for Peter, you can tell. Uh, that he is growing in the Lord. The Holy Spirit's uh, indwelling him, and he's come a long way. But he, del- he after he'd been delivered, he considered. Had these thoughts on this thing. Uh, we ought to stop when we've been delivered, uh, whether it be the great deliverance of salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ, whether it be deliverance from a near uh, injury or a near-death situation, whether it be deliverance from financial straits, whether it be deliverance from a, a strong illness, whether it be deliverance from a uh, what seemed like an impossible situation, whatever type of deliverance may come, there are some things that we ought to do after deliverance. I, I thought of these. First of all, we ought to look at the purpose of deliverance. Uh, Peter hadn't been delivered just to be delivered. Peter had been delivered because he had work to do for the Lord. He had something to accomplish with his life. He had to go and uh, do the work that God had before him. When we have been delivered, we ought to stop and consider, why was I delivered? What is the purpose of it? Now that I'm delivered, why do I do with deliverance? Um, (laughs) It's like people praying for freedom for our country. I will often challenge someone who does that, and I don't mean aggressively or debating-wise, but just challenge their thinking, I hope. And uh, the question I'll put to them is, freedom for what? God continues to grant us freedom. Freedom for what? What are we going to use it for? Murder babies? Support that which God calls an abomination? Live a uh, materialistic and selfish life? What purpose? What purpose would we have freedom? But the same thing, it would do us well to consider if we've been delivered, what ought we to do? Uh, last year, year ago in March, my mother went home to be with the Lord. After that, and several months after that, 
we sold her house. Each of his children received a small inheritance as part of that, but it was a uh, sum of several thousands of dollars. And I went through scenario after scenario of how to best use that, what best stewardship, what proportion did the Lord want me to give away? Obviously, the tithe is the Lord's. 10% of it belongs to him. There's no question or figuring on that other than just putting a decimal point to it and writing the check. But beyond that, what did he want to do? What extra for missions? What extra for giving? Then what was the best application? Ran through several scenarios when we knew different scenarios of what the house may sell for, what may be involved in closing and such, and and tried to come up with a dollar amount for each, and what would I do with that? The reason why, um, that was a form of financial deliverance, if you will. Uh, A larger amount of money uh, than ever uh, that I'd received at one time in my life, and I did not want to waste any of it. You know, it would do us well anytime any deliverance comes. A deliverance from uh, from illness, okay, then what are we going to do with our health? A deliverance from a what well, seemed like an impossible situation emotionally, okay, what are we going to do with our new stability? What is the purpose of deliverance? Second thing is what paths are open because of the deliverance. We've been delivered now. He considered there were he was out on the street. There were a lot of different ways he could have gone, a lot of different roads he could have taken. But he had to decide what path did the deliverance open to him. What path are you going to venture on now? What path are you going to set your foot on? Um, Don't set your foot on a path that goes back into bondage again. Set your foot on a path that makes good use of the deliverance. Don't devalue the deliverance by not considering what path to take after you're delivered. And so, what path? And then... What particulars led to the need for deliverance? Now, it's an amazing thing. Uh, We needed deliverance from the Lord in the way of salvation. Thank God that's once for all. But you understand, the Bible warns about being putting ourselves into bondage again, into those things from whence we've been delivered. We're not supposed to go back and serve sin. We're not supposed to go back to those things which brought us to the great need of deliverance. And so... This shouldn't take the majority of the time. I don't think it should take the amount of time that the others do. But we ought to take time to consider what particulars led for the need for deliverance. Hey, uh, did you just? Are you getting out of financial bondage? What led you to it? Uh, by the way, that's why uh, most of the time, uh, really almost all the time, uh, consolidation loans are very very bad idea, or even worse, <coughs> home equity loans that consolidate such things as credit cards and, and car payments and such. Uh, wh- why are they such a bad idea? Ah, because of the reason for that so-called deliverance. By the way, it's not deliverance. Those things are not paid off. They've just been moved elsewhere. But let's say deliverance from the higher interest rate, deliverance from a higher number of payments. Uh, but here's the thing about it. <clears throat> People don't take all the money that they were paying on all those payments and, and put it together and pay down that new debt faster. Instead, They feel like they have more money. They don't. They have the same amount of bondage. And what do they do? They follow the pattern that got them into problems in the first place. Over and over it happens. Someone gets delivered. I've watched people who've had surgery to lose weight. But then their eating doesn't change. Then their lifestyle doesn't change. Well, guess what? Even if they don't gain back all the weight because of certain restrictions, of intake that are put upon them because of surgery, their health is still poor. 
No, 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 no. Uh, if we've been delivered, let's stop and consider what particulars, not what we feel like, but what realities brought us to a place of needing deliverance. Now, it's interesting with Peter. There was no neglect, wrong behavior, or anything like that that brought him to need for place for deliverance. <laughs> there was a king that wanted to, thought he could make political capital by capturing and then killing Peter. Well, he couldn't undo the king's mind, and he couldn't undo what the king was wanting to do at that time. By the way, God took care of that just a little while later, and that king, after making a big speech and where people said, oh, it's the voice of a god and not man, he was eaten alive of worms. They just ate him. <laughs> and, oh, what, what a thing that must have been to see. But anyway, uh, Peter couldn't do anything about those things, but you know what he did do? He considered... He went by Mary's house, and this was Mary, the mother of John, because he knew the church would gather there. And was John Mark, that is, not just John, John Mark. And he knew the church would gather there, and they were there praying. There's a funny thing that happened with Rhoda. I'm not going to tell you about that now. But he went there, but then he went elsewhere. Why? Why did he go elsewhere? Because he considered what brought about the uh, need for deliverance. He knew they would be hunting for him. He knew they would be coming for him. And he knew that it was known that believers gathered at Mary's house. So he didn't stay there. See, he considered that part of what brought him into bondage. He couldn't do anything about Herod. And he didn't have any wrong behavior he needed to correct about this. But he knew that staying there at Mary's house would make him uh, susceptible to being captured again. Also, probably, and, and this is speculation on my behalf, but he may have realized that he could bring danger to those who were there because they might come looking for him. When deliverance happens, stop to consider. Consider the purpose. Why were you delivered? Consider the pathways that are open. Okay, now that you are delivered, what pathways are open that may not have been open before? And then consider the particulars that led to your need for deliverance and do not repeat and do not do something similar to those things that cause the need for deliverance again. Think on these things and put them into practical use. You have a great day.